This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Welcome, everyone. We're very, very excited. Avotai. Uh, honestly, this is the beginning of a new Sefer, Sefer Shemot. It's a new, and according to Ramban, the first Pereshit is called Sefer, meaning Avot. And you know why, why? Why? Ah, it's about the forefathers, about our forefathers. And what about Sefer Shemot? What does he call it, the Ramban? Sefer Habanim. Why? Because this is the birth, this is the birth of a nation. You realize that? Right now, this is the birth. And if you look in the first Pasuk, even in the beginning of the Pasukim, what does the Torah say? In the beginning, beginning, beginning of this week's parasha, it speaks about, listen to this, listen to this, it says, Ubnei Yisrael, Paru, V'yishetsu, V'yirbu, V'yatsmu, B'mod, B'mod, T'maleh, Aretz, Otam. Ubnei Yisrael now, is starting to multiply, it's, they came in with 70 people, to Egypt, now they're multiplying it, six at a shot, they're giving six babies, imagine six babies in a shot, <laughs> think about it, Imagine a lady has eight children, nine children, ten children, times it by six, how much? Sixty kids, fifty kids, right? And they say when they threw, you know, the miracle happened that the kids came back. You know, they didn't, when they were coming to destroy them, they say that what? They got soaked in, there was a, Midrash brings down, that the baby went into a tunnel and there was a rock and it was like honey and it was able to eat, it came back alive, it came back much later on in life. So therefore you see that what? It was, it was the beginning of a nation. That being said, to begin a nation, you must understand our our greatness. You must understand your powers. I'm going to explain it tonight. You ready? I'm going to explain it right now. To explain this, this, we speak of the greatest person, one of the greatest people, like the Navi, like it says, Lokam, like who? Moshe Rabbeinu. Everybody knows Moshe Rabbeinu. Wow, this is a high level, high level. One of the greatest people ever uh, uh, is what? One, Moshe Rabbeinu. He took us out of Egypt. Egypt. He got us the Torah. He did, he did, every, he did a lot of things for us. He led us, in the he, led, he led us in the desert, right? He was leading us in the desert for 40 years. You know, he dealt with a lot, Moshe Rabbeinu, by the way. You know, right? He saved us. He saved us, he saved us from Cheta Egel. And I want, to, I want to discuss when he's born, what does it say? What does the Pasuk say? I, I'd like to discuss it. You ready? Listen very, very careful. This is the beginning, second panic of Shemot. And it says, Ve'yelech ish mi bet levi, ve'yikach et bat levi. And you go on, it says, Ve'tara isha, ve'tel et ben. Now, the, she gave birth to a child. Vetere oto, he sees him, he sees him. And you look at the psukim a little bit later, I'm skipping a little bit, it says, now when we speak about Moshe Rabbeinu's sister, it doesn't mention anything about who her name is. It says, Call the mother of the child. And it doesn't say who the mother is. There's no name calling. It doesn't say Moshe Rabbeinu's father. It doesn't say Moshe Rabbeinu's mother. It doesn't say Moshe Rabbeinu's sister. And it keeps on talking about it. If you look in the second panic, it keeps on talking about the mother, the father, the sister, and nobody says any names. Why? Why? How come you didn't say Amram, which was Moshe Rabbeinu's father, married who? Who? 
לאחי, רבותיי, יוכבד, איי, איי, יוכבד, and they had a child, who was it? Moshe Rabbeinu, doesn't say that, you know what it says that? It says in next panic, and next, sorry, next parasha, in parasha Vahera, it says, later on it says, Vayikach Amram, Abraham took et Yocheved, and it says, Vetelet lo et Aaron ve et Moshe, speaks about over there, Moshe. Oh, you, you're the beginning of the, of, of the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu. Speak. Who's his father? Who's his mother? One of the greatest people that you could imagine in history. The history. You know, somebody asked me a question. If you had to go back in time, which person would you pick to meet? Which gadol? What would you? What would you? If you would go in person, who out of the Torah, the Torah, who would you pick that you would want to meet? I know who I would want to pick. I would want to. I know who I want to pick. I know so many. I was like, yeah. I'll tell you after who I pick. I will tell you after who I would pick. Yeah, who do you pick? Abraham. Everybody has their own. Huh? Yosef. Yosef. David Amelech, right? Everybody has their own item, right? I'm David, I want to be with David. I'm Yosef, I want to be Yosef. I'm Abraham. Everybody has their own, uh, their own item. But you look of him, Moshe Rabbeinu, in the beginning, where you speak about him. So say his name. No name. What did it say? Next. Next parasha, let's discuss his name. It makes sense to you. Rami, it makes sense to you or no? Think about it. I just called you the Pesukim. Next parasha, we'll talk about who's his father, who's his mother. When he gave birth to the child, who's his father, who's his mother. And even the sister, right away. They don't say Miriam. The whole time, oh, she went to see where, where's, where's her brother. She looked, oh, her brother's taken care of. Oh, oh my goodness, somebody pulled out my brother. She went, she doesn't say a name. Now where? Rabotai, listen to this. Listen to this answer. The answer is a person, if we would tell you right now, who Moshe Rabbeinu was, if we would tell you, you know who Amram was? You know, four people didn't sin. One of the four people were Amram. They never sinned. One of the people were Amram. He's like, oh, you know who a great Yochavid was? You know how great Miriam? Miriam was Nevi'ah. She was one of Nevi'im. Nevi'ah. One of the seven Nevi'im was Miriam. Miriam and Nevi'ah. One of the, one, one of the seven ladies. I'm talking about ladies. One of the seven was Nevi'ah. You know how great she was? You know, the whole, we were in the Midbar, we had water, Biskut Miriam. Be'er Miriam, Biskut Miriam, we had water. Imagine, wow, look at this, Chut of Miriam. Who was Moshe Rabbeinu's brother? Who? Aaron HaKohen, Odef Shalom, Odef Shalom, Odef Shalom, you're so great. So then you're going to read all this, you'll be like, of course Moshe is going to be great. You know, think about it. His father's Sadiq, his, his sister's Sadiq, his brother's, his mother's Sadiq, he comes from a royal family. What, you think Moshe Rabbeinu is not going to be great? Of course. So specifically then, we're not going to write when he's born, oh yeah, I'm Muhammad. No. Because he worked for greatness. It doesn't just come. Yeah, I'm born. You don't know. I'm from this rabbi and that rabbi and that rabbi. I'm the lineage of the Gaon Mevilla. I'm the lineage of Rabbi Haim Palachi. So therefore automatically, I'm the next big chief rabbi. doesn't work like that. How does it work? Work. That's how it works. I told you the story when I saw Rav Scheinberg. Rav Scheinberg, the rabbi would also see you, big gadol. And I told him when I was 19 years old, I said, I want to be just like you. When I grow up. And he, and he, he was a sandak in one of the bristles, and he told me, you want to be like me? You got to work hard. You see, any gadol, any person of greatness, of anything great that they accomplished, 
Don't think they didn't work hard for it. They schwitz. They worked hard. You might not see it now, but many years they've been working. It doesn't just happen, oh wow, look, oh wow, look how great he is. No, 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 no. He's been working for 30 years. <laughs> and that's what you get after 30 years of the hard work. You become something, whoa. You understand what's going on over here? I'll tell you another proof to this. This is Mahidush. I got it when I was 19 years old. I was in Israel at the time. And I'll tell it to you. This is in the Pasuk. And it's in Parashat Toledot. I'm going back for a second. And I'm going to read you the Pasuk. Pasuk Yud Gimel, Parashat Toledot, Perek Tavav. Homemade Kiddush. Homemade. Let's see, no way. But I think you're going to like it. Please listen. It says like this. Vayigdal ha'ish, and it's very easy Hebrew. Vayigdal ha'ish, vayelech, the, the man became gray and he was walking. Haloch, and he kept on walking. Vegadel, and he kept on being great. Ad kigadal me'od. That's the end of the Pasuk. That's the end of the Pasuk. Who is this talking about? No, it's Toldot! Toldot! It's Parashat Toldot! Go back to Toldot! Again, what does it say? It says, ish. The man became, was getting great. Ve'yelech, and he was walking. Haloch, he was walking. Ve'gadel, until he became great. Ad ki gadal me'od. How many times does it say gadol over in the Pasuk? And how many times does it say ish? And how many times it says halach? And it doesn't say who the ish is. You know who the ish is? The ish is Yitzhak. It's Yitzhak. But notice, what does it say? It has no mention of Yitzhak over in the Pasuk. So it says, the, the ish grew and he kept on walking and kept on becoming greater until he, become a, he became very great. But who is it? It's Yitzchak, so say Yitzchak. Say, Vayigdal Yitzchak. Say it, Dechilak. Say it. Vayigdal Yitzchak. Josh, is a good question. Right? Vayigdal Yitzchak. No, it doesn't say. Vayigdal Ha'ish. Who's the Ish? Who's the Ish? It's Yitzchak. So say, Vayigdal. Right? Vayigdal Ha'ish. Vayelech. Haloch. Vegadol. Ad Kigadal Me'od. You know why it doesn't say Yitzchak? Because it's trying to teach you. Yitzchak. How did you become Yitzchak? He was an ish, but he's gadal, 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 atki gadal me'od. Until he worked on himself, until he became so great. Because it takes effort. Effort! People want everything, oh, well, everything is easy. Easy pass, easy this, that's it. You know, you, you could be, no joke, you, you're living in a generation, you don't have to leave your house, you get everything to your house, everything. You can work in your house, you get everything in your house, but the move, you don't have to move. You don't have to move. Even they have a new system, you put it by the door, whatever you need to put, you need food to put it by the door. Everything, open up the door and just put it, pull it in my mailbox, sleep it in this lot. You can sit there, do, literally not move. But about that, you have to understand. One of the things that we hear, Adam ki amal yulad, you have to put in your efforts. You must. If you want greatness, and by the way, everybody wants greatness. Everybody wants greatness. I'm not talking about great. I'm not talking about famous. That's also great. I'm not talking about. Fa- I'm not talking about that famous. Well, I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about inner, inner satisfaction about yourself that you're doing the best that you can do. Because if you get that, you will be the happiest person that you'll ever be. You know what I said? Yeah. Inner satisfaction that you're doing. 
everything that you can do in your power to do, and you're doing it, no matter what the result is, you feel accomplished. I did what I did. I did my part. I did everything that I can do. I did everything in my part that I can do. That's it. You feel good. You feel good. Rabotai, now we're on this topic of greatness. I'd like to say a few points. And that is like this. The one thing you have to know about greatness is what we said, hard work. I want to tell you, everybody when they're born is brought down Ashir or Ani. Chacham Tipesh. Chalash Gibor. Right? One thing you have to know, that wasn't. Tzadik or Rasha. You have the power to be Tzadik. But not just Tzadik. The biggest Tzadik ever. The biggest Tzadik that you can be and you're the only person that can do it. Because Hashem puts your neshama, your soul, which is only for you, dedicated for you, you have your own mission in your life, that's it, and nobody else can do the job except you. You're the only person in the world that can do it. And only you have the power to do it also, by the way. Only you. You see, everybody, anywhere, has different kuchot. And it was given like that, by the way. Different powers, and it was given like that, right? How boring would it be if every person looked the same. Hashem could have made every person look the same, no? Could He make every person look the same? You have twins, right? They look the same. So have, you know, standard. This is man, this is woman. Finish! Kalahas! What, what, what is that? Job? This guy has blue eyes, green eyes, big nose, small nose, hair. He has hair, he doesn't have hair. Forget everything. Make everybody the same height, the same, uh, the same color, the same, uh, same looks, the same hair, and that's it. Huh? It would be so boring, imagine. How boring would it be? Everyone has to say, come on, it's boring. I look at the same guy every day. Come on, man! You know? I look at every hundred... Over here, it's colorful. See this person, that person, that person. Wow! You see different people. Beards different. Long beard, small beard, short beard, half beard, goatee, half mustache, half... You know, no mustache, just this. You, know? you have a million things. It's, it's fun. Isn't it fun? It's great. Just like the Gemara says, just like every face is different, so too every person's mind's different. You got to use your mind, and so too every person's powers is different. I can't do what you can do. You can't do what I can do. I can't do what you can do. But what do you have to do? You have to build it and pour it out of yourself. And how do you do that? One thing. You know what it is? You have to believe in yourself. People don't believe in themselves. Now, I can't be, I can't be Tamihacham. I can't be Sadiq. I can't be the most charitable person. I can't be, I can't be, I can't be. So their whole lives, they put a mental block in their head and they'll never be because they put in a mental block in the head. You know the story about the elephant, right? You know the famous story about the elephant? They took the elephant, small elephant, right? They took the elephant when he was a baby. Uh-huh. They took his foot, they put a chain, and they put it on a bar, like uh, this. And every time when he was a young boy, he kept on pulling the chain, pulling, pulling, pulling. He couldn't get out. He couldn't get out. He couldn't get out. The elephant becomes now a big adult. You know, a big adult, this fat guy, this, that, that, that. Huge elephant, huge elephant. And uh, they went, uh, people are walking, you know, they have the, the zoo, 
and they they they're going in the what is it the, in the safari uh, uh, minivan, you know the van that van goes you know talking about like and yeah, so you see this they see this elephant like. This elephant, nobody's scared of the elephant. He's not gonna, he's not gonna just bust out. That chain is nothing. He go like this, boom, in two seconds, he'll bust out of that chain. <laughs> he'll run around. He stays by the chain the whole time. He says yes. He says well, how? He says we did it on purpose. When he was younger, we put the chain on him. So every time he moves, 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 he can, he can, he can, he can, he can. Now that he's older and he can, mentally he can't. So he'll never be able to pull out of that chain. Same thing with us. My kids, you know, we went through things. People think that, ah, so man, ah, you're stupid, ah, you're this, ah, you're that. So mentally, you're thinking in your brain, I'm, I can't do it. Why can't I do it? Because they, they already stamped me. They stamped me. I can't do it. So now what's, what's going through your brain? I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. You lose the confidence. So then eventually when you get older, and you really can, because you can, you can't. Because mentally, you can't. Exactly like the elephant. You get it? That's what, you, that's what you have to believe in yourself, that you can, you can, you can. You can do it. You can be Gadol. You can. You know, I say, I remember, say, can I be Gadol Ador? Can I, can I be Gadol? Can I be the Gadol? The next, uh, the next, uh, I don't know. Could I? I don't know. Can I? I don't know. You say, so I remember when I was younger, a little bit younger, can I be the next uh, Gadol? You see, you know how much they learn, you know how much they this, you know, I'm like, whoa, I, I can do this. No way, I grew up in Brooklyn over here, streets of Brooklyn, you know how Ocean Park we used to look back in the day? We the very fine, you're crazy. I lived in a, we lived in, we lived, we didn't live in a, in Bene Brak, we all, we lived, we lived in it. I saw, I saw a bunch of things like crazy growing up, I was growing up as a kid in Brooklyn, New York. I remember on my block, 4th of July, forget about it. The whole thing was fireworks. I'm not joking. And now it's the most religious block. You can't, you don't understand. You can't, every house is the religious than the next one. East Nights by me. I remember when I grew up as a kid, they closed, they closed it. That guy, I'm telling you, the guys on the block, they closed the whole street. In the thing, firecrackers, boom, boom. I'm going to be Gadol now, seeing all these fire. I know, <laughs> firecrackers. I'm brought up in this. Hey, huh? Don't sell yourself short. Because deep down, you have so much potential in you. And you got to just pull it out. And you got the main thing is you got to believe in yourself. And what is the Torah telling you? Torah is telling you over here, V'yelech ish, right? Who is this ish? Moshe Rabbeinu. He's speaking about Moshe Rabbeinu. That what? The Pasuk, it doesn't say. It doesn't say his name. And later on, prior, before, before, V'yitzhak. Beishak doesn't say his name. Beidala ish. I showed you the pasuk. Look it up. Look at it yourselves. Amazing. Perek avav pasukit gimu. Look it up. Beidala ish. Beidala ish. Beidala ish. Because you have to understand. You have to believe in your kohot. You have to believe that you have it. And you have you have news for you. You want to know the truth? The truth is, we cannot really do it. That's the truth. I'll tell you the truth. Oh, you just said Rabbi, I can. You can, but you can. So wait, can I or can I, can I not? <laughs> Confusing. And I'll tell you the truth, I'll tell you how it is. I always say, I say how it is, right? We call it, this like, derech emet. It's emet. You gotta say the truth. Gotta say the truth. And that's the truth. The truth is you can't. I, but you just said you can. You can, but you can't. The answer is like this. There was a, a great um, uh, rabbi, his name was Ramosha Sher. Anybody here in Russia? Sure. He was uh, he was he was fighting at the time 
to get free tuition for the yeshivot. Ah, imagine, Sadiq. He went to this, he went to that, he went to the embassy. I'm gonna get free, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get the Jewish people the free, free tuition. We're paying taxes and we don't even use the taxes for the schools. And I'm gonna get it free, I'm gonna get it free, I'm gonna get it free. And he fought tooth and nail. And he came back and it was rejected. How do you feel right there? Tell me, how do you feel? <laughs> you better believe it rejected. <laughs> broken, forget it, more than broken. You feel like uh, you feel like going nuts. And guess what? You know who did that? Paro himself. You know what Paro does to us? It says, Liman Tam. He wanted to torture us for work, torture work. So what did he tell us? He made us build Pitom Ramses. I made two cities, Pitom Ramses. So, what were these two cities? They say, they spring down that Paro, a lot of things that he made us build, he built it on quicksand. So you built something, wow! Woo! Wow! And then all of a sudden, after you build it, the whole thing's... <laughs> where, 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 where the building go? What happened? It was on quicksand. So the question everybody asks is, I understand, why, would, why wouldn't he be more efficient? Paro's a small guy, he's got to be a, a little bit small. He's running a country over here, he became king. He's got to be a little bit small. Why would he use the Jewish people and not be efficient with them and use them to build buildings and let him stand? You know why? When you have a person and at least he accomplished something. So let's say he's a tailor. Let's say he's a tailor. He did one suit that day. One suit. But now, the guy comes in, tries his suit. This is a perfect suit. Wow, this is great. They give him, I don't know, 10 bucks for, for tailoring, 20 bucks for tailoring. Did great. 20 bucks, well, he can't, 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 can't buy uh, breakfast nowadays, right? 20 bucks, right? 20 bucks, right? I have a piece of bread and some olive oil. <laughs> you know? Like you are. Huh? Huh? Yeah, exactly. So, so he's sitting there, but you know what? He feels accomplished. The guy comes in, Wow. And, and the tailor says, wow, the suit looks perfect on you. And he's looking in the mirror. You know what? It does look perfect on me. Thank you so much. At least he felt he did something. Now imagine these people. What are they doing? The people, the Jewish people in the, in the desert. At least they accomplished a building. At least they could say, oh, look, I have a building. No, 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 no. But also says, I want to take that dignity around, away from you. You're not even going to see the building. So what do the people think? Well, what? What do I do? What do I do? The guy will go crazy. He goes mental. It goes crazy. It's mental torture. It's mental torture. It's mental torture. It's mental... That, that, that's what it is. So party, guess what? Part of the success... Part of the success is what? Is knowing... Three things. Listen. Rav Hutner sent a letter to Ramosha Sher and says, if you're dealing with the people, three things you need to know. One is never get tired. Never get tired. Alright? Don't get tired. Keep on working. Keep on working. Now we understand. Never never give up. Now we understand. Alright? The third one was, he said something. Never want to accomplish. Now this I have to explain. What does it mean to want to accomplish? It means to say, never want the outcome 100%. That it, you want the outcome. But the outcome is out of our control. You could do the most that you can do. After that, that's in Hashem's hands. 
You understand that? You could do in your life everything possible. Everything possible. And every, you, could, you could have all the uh, 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 tools to make it happen. And you tried your best. You did everything. And it didn't happen. Just know, guess what? Don't, don't let that bother you mentally. Well, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. No, no, no. It happens also sometimes with Shiduchim. Oh, I'm going out, I'm going out, I'm going out. I'm done! Throwing out the towel, Rabbi, forget it, I'm out of here. No, don't give up. Because not in your power, you do what you can do in your power. And they say, Shiduchim is like what? Kriyat Yamsuf. What's Kriyat Yamsuf? How did it happen Kriyat Yamsuf? How many lanes were there in Kriyat Yamsuf? You know how many lanes? Twelve. Twelve. They, they went around. Reuven, Shimon, Levi. Right? They're all going around. So the first lane is easy. Goes what? Right away. Shoop, shoop. The second lane is a little harder. The third lane is a little harder. Think about it. The fifth, imagine the twelfth lane. You go all the way around. Hard. Sometimes the person Shidduchim, he has to go on a certain amount of dates and that's the Shidduch. Boom, it clicks. There was one person in Lakewood. He had a roommate in Lakewood. He had a, he had a, a, a checklist. And he came to, he was a roommate. New, new roommate came to Lakewood. He sees, well, what is this? A whole, he has a chart. One check, two check. What is going on? You have 84 checks. What is the 84 checks? He says, this is my 84 Shidduch I'm going. Dachil, like 84 Shidduch. He says, I don't give up. I'm doing my Shidduch. I go, I deal with the Shadchanim, I deal with Hashem, Hashem is my Shadchan, but I have to do Hishtadut, I deal with the Shadchanim, I this, that, 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 I deal with everybody, but, I know, that's it, I'm marking each time, 84. Finally, in the middle of the year, as they, there, he hit maybe, I don't know, something, 90, 99, or 100, boom, checked, engaged. Wow, he didn't give up, he says, this is what I have to do, this is what I have to do, <coughs> I have to try, I have to do my thing, I have to do your best. <coughs> How many times I saw in my life, they said, this guy, they said to me, this guy is never getting married. I'll never forget, we had a guy, in, in a person that I saw, I said, this guy will never get married. Ever, never, never. Guess what? This guy got married the first in his class. Wow. I, they, I'm telling you, I don't know what happened. They all say that. No. It should never give up. The outcome is not in your hands. The outcome you have to try. You have to do the most that you can do. You have to do the most that you can do. You know, Rabbi, how many had Rabbi? Let's say, I have to do things. You have to do it, Shadud. But the outcome is not in your hands. That's what he's telling you over here. The outcome is not in your hands. You have to do your best. What the outcome is? Hashem. Now, there's another thing that you have to know about greatness. And that is, it's the small things that matter. Why do I know that? In this week's parasha, we have Yocheved and we have Miriam. What are they called in this week's parasha? Anybody know? What, are, what is Yocheved and Miriam called in this week's parasha? Shifra and Puah. Why are they called Shifra and Puah? Why? Shifra comes from Lashon Lashaper. When they were, they were the ones that were giving, pulling out the babies. Yeah, Joe, they were the ones pulling out the babies. And when a baby comes out of, of the, when the baby comes out of the, of the mother's stomach, it's all like gooey and things like that, right? So what does she do? She would make sure everything, all that, all that, I don't know what they call it, will all be clean for the baby. Meshaperet. That's Shifra Yuchevit. Pua, which was Miriam, was when the baby come out, what would she do? Like, like make, make the baby quiet. I have news for you. 
If I were to give them names, I would say Shmirav Hatzalah, something like that. They were Shomer the babies, and they were Metzil the babies. They saved the babies. Why are we naming these? Ba- why are we naming them Shifra and Puah? What is it? They just calmed down the babies, made the baby look good. If anything, if I was writing their names, I would say Shmirav Hatzalah. That's a big thing. They saved the babies. True or not true? True or not true? I'll tell you. There's a Gemara that says, "Kol ha'malim enav minetzaka kilo oved avadazara." If you hide your, you have the ability to give the person in need, and you don't look, you, you, you like you like you like make believe I didn't like like, like yeah I'm not kilo oved avadazara. So on that statement, there's it should say what anybody who doesn't give. Am I right or no? Again, the, it says anybody. It doesn't say anybody who doesn't give to a poor person is is kilo It says kol hamalim enav. If you turn away your eye, it should say kol. If you don't give, it should say no. It says if you turn away your eye, it's kilo If you don't give, it's kilo that, That's what you have to do. What do you turn on? What does it mean? So I'll tell you. Deep down, every person wants to help. There's not one person in the world that doesn't want to help. If you would see, if you were in, if you were on, a, if you were in the ocean and you saw somebody drowning, and you're the only one there, no, there's no lifeguards, there's nobody there, and and, the, and all you have to do is take a rope right next to you. There's a there's a rope. Chuck the rope inside. That's all you have to do. Oh my goodness, there's a guy drowning. Take the rope, please. Send me the rope. Send me the life vest. Hey, take the life vest. Would anybody, oh, bro? I gotta go somewhere, my man. My man. I'm sorry, I'm late for my meeting. Would anybody do that? Some people will record you. <laughs> yeah, some guy, some guy, like, look at that, look at that. This, this dude thinks I'm gonna send him a live vest. Get out of here! I gotta go get my uh, Starbucks coffee. I'll see you later, bro. I'll see you later. But I got you on uh, this social media. He posts, oh, the guy dies. <laughs> would anybody do that? Would anybody do that? Nobody. No, no huh? <laughs> you know, everybody would go and, 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 and take the take the buoy, whatever it is, and chuck it. Everybody wants to help. Everybody wants to help, right? But what? Sometimes a person he doesn't know how to look in to the situation, and that's being a great person. Moshe Rabbeinu was great. What do you see? He saw what was going on, and he acted. What do I have to do? This person's getting hurt. What do I have to do? That person's getting hurt. That's right. It says, He had the Moshe become great. He saw what's needed. He saw the suffering they were going into. Then I have to do something. Because you can't, it's not that you don't give. Everybody would want to give. If you really saw a real poor person needs bread, you would definitely give him. You had money on you, you had $5. Here, take a piece of bread. There's no way you won't give a piece of bread. You'll give him a piece of bread. There's no way you won't. It's just that you didn't see the situation, so that's why you didn't give him. You understand? People want to give it. If you, if real a person was really in need, and he needed money to put food on the table, but literally food on the table, I had nowhere else to put. You would give him everything. I'll never forget what happened to me. A guy, my, one of my, one of my good friends, I know I have no good friends, but it was a large amount of money, it was a few thousand dollars of money. He called me, uh, one night. He called me one night. He called me a few times, whatever, I wasn't sure this, that, that, that. Called me one night, literally, he tells me, I promise you, this is what he says, I promise you. If I don't pay my electric bill within this hour, like they gave me a deadline, my electric will be out. I will not have electric tomorrow for my kids. Can you help? And you have the money. 
3,000, 5,000, would you not give it? You have the money in your bank account. Would you not give it? You have enough money in your bank account. Would you not give it? I think everybody would give it. What kind of business is that? The guy needs the money. His electric's going to go out. And you know for sure, for a fact, he's going to go out. And he's a good friend. Everybody wants to help. It's that your person doesn't look in the situation. That's why a person doesn't understand. You have to look into the situation of what's going on. Let me tell you two stories. Rukhaim Zunnefeld. One time there was a story how there was a chazan, a big chazan in the shul. He passed away. And it was before Rosh Hashanah. And they came to Rabbi Rabbi, we need a chazan, we need a chazan. He says, don't worry. I'll get you the Hazan. Okay, who's the Hazan? One week passes, two weeks passes. Tomorrow's the Shana, right? Who's the Hazan? Don't worry, I'll tell you who the Hazan is. I'll put up the Hazan. The next day, when it was Rosh Hashanah, they put the Hazan's son up. And they come to the Rabbi, Rabbi, you know, we have a better Hazan than, than the Hazan. The, the old Hazan was good, but his son is not as good. We have other Hazanim that are better. He says, I know, that's why I didn't tell you who I was going to put up, because what? Think about it. She just passed away. His his uh, her, her husband just passed away. Meaning, he's talking about his the, the Chazan's wife, and she comes to the shul every high holiday, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and I saw her sitting there. And how do you think she'll feel that Rosh Hashanah when she sees her husband's not there and her son is right there and her son has a decent voice, but you get the other Chazan? How would she feel? The sensitivity she saw. He saw the situation, even though it's not the best Hazan. He's good. We're going to put him up. Not to hurt the almana. You hear what's going on? Rabbi Rahim Palachi, when he was walking, remember, they say the story, famous story, when he was walking home from shul, he would have an entourage. You have to understand what Rabbi Rahim Palachi was. He says for the first 19 years, he wrote in his book, his sefer, he says, I can guarantee heaven and earth can testify, I didn't waste one second of learning. I learned every single time to the age of 19. 19, he said, the, 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 the people in the, in, the, in the community needed me, so I had to go help out the community. But otherwise, I learned every single second to the age of 19. Rabbi Hanfalachi in the beginning of the book. So you imagine how great he is. He's coming out of shul. Everybody's walking him out. What does he do? He goes, instead of going the regular way, he went all around. He's walking away. He says, if you want to walk with me, this is the way we're going to walk. He says, why are you going around this way? Why don't we go right here? He says, because this past week, who passed away? So and so. We're gonna pass the house right the week where he where where where, where, the, the, where the wife just got up from Shiva. And when we go, he was one of the main guys that would walk us. She would look out the window and she would see reminded. and be reminded that my husband's not there. Friday night, I'm not interested. We're gonna walk around the block instead of taking the taking the short away. Yeah? Because they, they looked, the great people, they looked into the picture. They didn't look into the, they looked in what's going on. They didn't stop there. Rabbi Huttner, one time he got a call. There was a, there was a couple not having children for 12 years, 15 years. And every day they, they were always, he was a student, main student. Finally, after 15 years, he got a child. He got a baby boy. He called the rabbi. Rabbi, I have amazing news. I got a baby boy. So the rabbi says, excuse me. I'll call you up in a half hour. I'll call you up in a half hour. I'll return your phone call in a half hour. And he hung up. And the guy on the other end is like, what do you mean? I, I have this simcha, 15 years, not have a child, finally got a baby boy, and he doesn't even, uh, I'll call you up in a half hour? No more zalto over there, nothing? He calls him up in a half hour. Rabbi, what happened? He said, I knew you were thinking that. Let me tell you. Just like you had problems 15 years ago, there's a couple in my room when you called. And if I would tell you Mazaltov and this da 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 in front of them right now that you had a baby boy when they're pouring out their heart, how would they feel? How would they feel? The sensitivity. 
The sensitivity, can you imagine such sensitivity? They saw the situation, imagine such sensitivity? So he's like, come on, who cares, Rabbi, just tell Mazal No, 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 he was sensitive to the situation. He was sensitive to the situation. Nobody, you know, I'll tell you another one, one last one. Uh, Briskarov, famous story of Briskarov, when, when, when a person came to him, he says, asked him, by the way, Rabbi, can I have, um, uh, can, I, can I fulfill my mitzvah of the four cups of, of, of Pesach Seder with milk instead of uh, wine? Can I do with that? He says, no, you got to get that. He says, but wait one second. He went and he told his Gabbai, bring me whatever, bring me money. He brought him money and he gave him like a thousand dollars, something, something, uh, uh, exorbitant amount more than the wine. So the Gabbai says, I understand, the wine costs this, why'd you give him so much more? He says, because he was asking me for four cups if I could be say with milk, must be he doesn't have meat either. So I gave him money for the wine and for the meats. Look into the situation. That's greatness. That's greatness. Somebody's coming over to you. They, they, they're coming over to you for something. You know what I'm saying? Deep down, look into the situation, what's going on. That is greatness. And that's why Shifra and Pu'ah, they're not called Shemidav Hatzalah. Shifra and Pu'ah, they're called after that they made the baby look good and they quieted the baby down. You know why? Because greatness isn't the same. Everybody could save. Everybody would want to save. Who wouldn't want to save? The greatness is the details. The details. The details. Understand? When it's your mother's birthday, just that small nice text or a card or you send her, you're out of, out of town, you send her something nice, elegant, wow. It's the details. Wow, you thought of me. You see, you, that's great. You know, you're not, you're not, you're, you're, wow, that's amazing. It's the details, the small details. It's, 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 wow. This is greatness. And therefore, Abutai, I'd like to conclude with this. I'd like to conclude that tonight we learned about being great. And it's a lesson to be learned. And we said that Moshe Rabbeinu's name in the beginning is not mentioned. It just says that someone married someone and they had a baby. And then it speaks about his sister. Oh, it doesn't say mention the name. It doesn't mention the name. It says she went there, she went to see what's going to happen to her brother. Oh, she brought a midwife. Yeah, that's what it says. Later on we said that in Toldot, but why? Why doesn't it say Moshe? Because we don't want you to say, oh, it's because he came from a great family. That's why he's great. No. He came from great, great because he worked on himself. And then we said about Yitzchak. When he spoke about Yitzchak in Parashat Toldot, it speaks about, He was an Ish, but he became Gadol because he worked hard for it. And we said, you could want, but at the end of the, end of the game is, Kol that God will make sure that you will be tahor at the end. We said, we said, oh, but you can't, oh, you couldn't, but you can't. The answer is you can when you put your full effort and Hashem will give you something called vitamin SD, siyata deshmaya. He'll give you the siyata deshmaya to accomplish, whoa, what you'll accomplish. You understand what's going on? So remember the details, remember the sensitivities, remember these great lessons. Hashem, review it, pass it on to your friends. We should have a great, great uh, Shabbat. All the best. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.